The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Boy, oh boy, my friends, what a year it has been. In fact, when it comes to Alberta's economy, let's say what a few years it has been. The collapse of oil prices, the energy sector challenges, and the fallout from COVID-19 has the province, you know, really dealing with tough times. You know, when it was released in February, the details about Alberta's deficit, it was forecast to be $6.8 billion, But in August, the double blow of collapsing oil prices and the COVID-19 crisis pushed Alberta into a historic deficit of $24.2 billion. As we mercifully, mercifully, (laughs) near the end of 2020, we know Alberta is in tough when it comes to recovery. To kick things off this afternoon, Curtis Stange is the president and CEO of ATB Financial. Curtis, thank you for joining me this afternoon. Hey, Jaylen. Good to talk with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a, a long time, and I think the last time that uh, you were in here, you were actually were in studio. We could do this face-to-face, right. but of course. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I can't wait to get back to that time, Jaylen. Yeah, me too, Curtis. <laughs> me too. Hey, listen, you know what? Uh, it's been one hell of a year, to say the least. How do you describe <laughs> this past year from your seat as pre- President and CEO of ATB Financial? Well, you're right. It's been a heck of a year, and I think you mentioned it in your open, whether it's the COVID, the pandemic, the knock-on impact of the price war and energy, the the impacts on the economy. Albertans, you know, what we know to be true about, about Albertans is they're resilient and they're adaptable, but I tell you what, this has been an incredible year. We're expecting, to your point, the the economy to contract just over 7% this year. We're expecting it to grow next year. So 2021, we think it will be a growth year, three, slightly over 3%. Mm-hmm. But really, ATB is there for Albertans. And I know, you know, we've been, we've been around for 82 years. We've been there to support Albertans and Alberta business. And we've been there through this pandemic and this economic shock, whether it's payment relief programs, We've distributed in excess of $700 million through the SEBA mm-hmm. to small businesses. We continue to refine that program and distribute those monies to more small businesses. We literally have made tens of thousands of phone calls to Albertans and Alberta business owners to help them adjust and pivot their businesses, to help them work through financial plans. Uh, it, it's been an incredible quarter for us, and it's all defined by how we're supporting Albertans get through this. Curtis, and you know what? Uh, you know, lots to lots to talk about here. When when ATP put out its uh, economic outlook uh, a few weeks back, uh, some of these numbers that you, and you mentioned, you know, you talked about the province's uh, real GDP uh, a forecast to grow by approximately three percent. Well, that was no, that is for next year. Getting my years. Yeah. I'm wishing 2021 was already here, Curtis. Right, um, <laughs> you know, and I think some of that that forecast was ba- based on, um, you know, the fact that we've gone through the first phase of COVID. Did that take into effect or take into account uh, the second wave that we're in right now? And, and when we talk about this second wave, Curtis, what kind of impact do you think that that could have on those numbers? Yeah, that's great. So we, within the numbers, we did not forecast that there would be a vaccine at scale through 2021. You know, we've had some recent news in the past couple of weeks that would suggest a vaccine. Alberta's, like other provinces, are starting to confirm some uh, the supply of vaccines. 
So that's a positive indicator. Um, and on balance, as we wrote this economic forecast, we would have been forecasting where the trending was going with the pandemic, the balance in opening up an economy with the health and safety and psychological safety of Albertans. And so we would use uh, all of the indicators that we had at the time to put that forecast together. But again, I think the good news is that going from a contracting economy of just over 7% this year to some, some at least getting back on the path towards growth next uh, next calendar year in 2021. Curtis Stange joining me this afternoon, the president and CEO of ATB Financial, kicking the show off uh, today. You know, Curtis, you mentioned uh, about, you know, over the past uh, eight months that ATP had uh, helped with the, uh, what, almost 18,000 uh, SIBA applications. You know, as we head into this second wave, or I think we're kind of right in there, we're not even headed into it anymore, we're right into it. What are you hearing from members about about their concerns, about what is available to them right now and about getting through this, and especially if, if there is a possibility of more restrictions put in place? Yeah, so we, as I mentioned, we talk to literally thousands yeah. of our of our customers, and you know, I, I would just say that I, I'm I remain optimistic. I remain optimistic because of who Alberta represents and who we are. This adaptability and resiliency, and and I'll tell you, I just want to give you a couple of quick uh, great news stories. There was a oil field hauling transportation company in Spruce Grove knew he needed to make a change, started adapting his fleet converted them to refrigerated trucks to haul frozen food and since then he's back into positive cash flow Mm. partake brewing a premium non-alcoholic beer brand during this pandemic sales have increased a hundred percent they've recently announced that they've got their first round of institutional funding and are expanding into the u.s market so i don't want to be naive to the fact that it is a tricky time for businesses and albertans broadly however there are some great adaptable resilient businesses that are converting and reimagining how they offer their products and services to Albertans and and to your point Jaylen again I don't want to be don't don't want to you know pass over the fact that we're talking to Albertans that are struggling the payment relief programs that are in place right now by the banks by ATB by the federal government the province is stepping in and helping in a couple of different areas as well like there's no doubt that uh, is helping transition into the next calendar year and quite openly we remain optimistic Mm. that the payment relief programs the federal stimulus that's in place will help transition and softly land the economy as it begins to grow next year now there's also a path to your point where the pandemic uh, we don't get in front of it we can't flatten the curve Uh, there's more lockdowns there's always an opportunity for that to happen however the path to optimism and the transition through the economy into growth is is something we're keeping our eye on yeah without a doubt you talk about some of these uh these businesses who are are adapting and i think and and i've said this over and over again when i've done interviews you know covering different industries over the past eight months adaptability has been huge curtis i mean i think that's it and i and i and i suspect atb had to do that as well but adaptability has been key i think to survival for a lot of folks It absolutely is. I think adaptability for us as individuals and adaptability, to your point, uh, from a business perspective is is absolutely key. And we had to do it. Like, there's no doubt that 
you know, when we saw a, a dramatic slowdown, our branches are essential services. So they've remained open right from day one of the pandemic. I have just such an admiration for our branch team members, our agency uh, team members. They've remained open. There were, there were less and less traffic through the peak of the pandemic because uh, quite openly, Albertans and Alberta businesses wanted to bank with us digitally. We had tens of thousands of phone calls that we were making proactively, walking Albertans through how they download our mobile app, how they download online banking, how they can deposit a check through their phone. Uh, This was remarkable. So we had to adapt and accelerate as a company simply because the customers were wanting to adapt and to connect with us in new ways. And you, you, I mean, you've change the way you live your life as I have in terms of how I engage with food, how I engage with entertainment, how I engage and collaborate with people through (laughs) Zoom meetings and and uh, it's just remarkable how adaptable we are as humans. Eh? Well, Curtis, if you've if you've managed to uh, change and adapt in, in a good way when it comes to food over the past eight months, good on you. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah, the COVID twenty, right? Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. But and I, I find it it's it's wonderful to see as well. And again, you know, we're not we're not playing on the fact that there's a lot of Albertans hurting here. It's been a really yeah. tough time for number of years and and COVID has has certainly made it worse but I think about even you know small business owners who are launching during all of this I I think of my friends you know Will Muncie and his wife Mika who are launching high water honey and mead through the ATB uh, booster campaign um, yeah. hit, their, hit their 20 grand uh, this week. They're taking over the old fire hall in, in New Sarepta and starting a meadery. I mean, to do it during this time, and, and they're not alone, and I can't wait to see where this goes, and I love the fact that they've got the old fire hall and they're going to do something there. But And I go, it goes back, you, we can say it 100 times, the, the optimism, the, the resiliency, and the adaptability of Albertans is astounding. I appreciate the shout out on the booster. And just to say, we partnered with the Federated Co-ops and we brought our our accelerator, ATBX and ATB Booster Entrepreneurs directly to consumers across the province. We had our entrepreneur, and you mentioned one of your your friends or your colleagues that, that participated in that program. We had incredible feedback on that program. And an interesting stat, Jalen, just on that note, um, you know, through crisis, is when uh, um, uh, disruption happens and then innovation happens. And honestly, Mm. in the net number of new businesses that started in June and July in Edmonton and Calgary was the highest it's been on a net basis since September of 2019. Wow. So we, again, we know that there's going to be, as people, you know, again, some industries are under trouble and they're transitioning, and and some uh, Albertans are choosing not to go back to those industries, and they're going to start and they're going to put up their own shingle, and they're going to roll up their sleeves, and their their passion, their energy, their tenacity, their courage is going to get them to create a new business and ultimately hopefully grow it and and hire and be a prosperous small business uh, like so many in Alberta. And Curtis, a couple more questions before I let you go, and I sure appreciate your time this afternoon. Uh, we know that one of the big variables uh, affecting recovery in Alberta is the state of the global oil industry. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know um, if you look in your in your in your crystal ball what you're what you're anticipating the next coming year or two on, on that front 
it's going to continue to be uh, uh, soft prices. You know, we're forecasting that the price of West Texas is likely going to hinge around that 45 to $50 range. Mm-hmm. Jaylene, we're optimistic, though, that the egress pressure and, and you know, most notably the pipeline, Trans Mountain, uh, is uh, under construction. It's it's pro- progressing at about 1% a month. We see it in Edmonton, right? You don't have to drive far no. to see <laughs> the pipeline heading outside of Edmonton. It's being built in BC as well. We're all cautiously optimistic about Keystone XL. We think there's a path there, even with the Biden presidency. Uh, we think there's a path there. Um, and so we're, we're, we're optimistic. We're big supporters of the traditional energy business, the fossil fuel energy, where these companies are reimagining how they're capturing carbon and reducing their carbon footprints. And we're very big supporters of renewable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just supported the Cascade Power Project, which is likely it's going to be a gas-fired uh, power plant and will likely produce up to 8% of Alberta's power over time. We've financed solar farms in southern Alberta. And I just, just a note, Jaylen, that people don't know that Alberta is quickly becoming one of the one of the, the largest producers of renewable energy in Canada as a province in terms of approved projects and projects that are already underway. So Alberta is, you know, people sort of take a look at our traditional fossil fuel and say we're all about that. Yeah, we are. And the energy companies are some of the biggest investors in renewable energy sources, and we're, as an organization, are 100% behind them. So it's it's actually a, a pretty cool time. Again, even though we can't be naive to the reality, it's a pretty cool time as we reimagine what a new frontier is. And I think that's the language we're beginning to use. We're not going back to normal. We're not even going back to a new normal. We're actually headed into a new frontier and ATB is helping define and reimagine what that new frontier is. Last question for you Curtis, you touched on uh, Keystone, there's been a lot of talk about Keystone and what uh, what uh, the future holds for that with uh, with a Biden administration uh, looking at the American election and I know you don't get into politics but um, you know overall by all accounts do you do you have um, any thoughts on, on, on what the change in administration could mean for Alberta or, or Canada, for that matter? Yeah, we look at trade. I'm like you. I don't try and figure out politicians, for sure. That's a dangerous <laughs> space for me to go. Uh, but, but you know, I think there's a balancing act there. I think, you know, Biden had quite a strong Buy America program. Mm-hmm. Having said that, he supports USMCA. So there's no doubt that trade is important and that that, that trade agreement is important for us and, uh, and the U.S., um, you know, we think he's going to be a more uh, uh, sort of um, open international trade partner and more transparent, perhaps, than the current sitting president is. But again, it, it, you know, it's a bit too early to tell. However, I think Canada has, and Alberta for sure, has a great story to tell uh, about our focus on, on just who we are, our attention to ESG, uh, the, the, the standards uh, that we deploy through our businesses in Alberta, especially the energy industry. So we have such a good story to tell uh, that, that my sense is that uh, we will see this uh, through to the end and Keystone will be, uh, 
will be continue to be built. Yeah, we're all watching that very closely. Curtis, always appreciate your time. It's nice to hear yeah. your voice. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Great, great talking to you, Jalen. Thanks for all you do. Great program. Yeah, thank you so much. Curtis Stange joining me this afternoon, the president and CEO of ATB Financial, kind of taking a look at what, uh, you know, what's in store for uh, for Alberta uh, next year. We know, and someone had just texted in and said, well, we keep talking. We keep talking about uh, oil. Terry says, what about agriculture? And we actually did talk about ag uh, not too long ago with Rob Roach from ATB, but I can tell you that in the outlook that ATB put out, it said that uh, the ag sector performed relatively well. Beef prices had improved, processing plants now producing above normal levels, and food manufacturing sales are also up, uh, outperforming the overall manufacturing sector as well. You can find out more at atb.com.